Hi, this is the original Kingston Jail Michaels, and tonight we're gonna take you back to the land of Down Under. Do you remember Miss Scarlet? Well, Miss Scarlet is gonna tell you what happened to her biological clock. Step into the ring, Miss Scarlet. This is Kingston Jail Michaels coming at you from Australia with 30-something with missing clock. Did it roll under a truck edition? Now I know I'm going to get a lot of side eyes for this one, and Auntie Kingston has definitely gotten to a new level of assholism with this blog, but it must be said. It's Throwback Thursday, and I want to take y'all on an ignorant blast from the past called What the Fuck Ever Happened to My Biological Clock? <laughs> now Auntie Kingston loves the kids, and if you recall, I helped raise my sister Brenda for six years of my life, not by choice, but I digress. I met Julio at 15 years old. He was always a family man, even as a teenager. I told him marriage may be possible one day, but kids were a hell no. <laughs> Flash forward 20 years later, and I still feel just as strongly about not having children. Now the game changer is the X factor. I truly love him. So the wife and mother that I never dreamed of being, I would be just for him. I love children. I know I can raise them, but I'm still so in love with myself that they seem like a hassle more than a benefit. Now hear me out. My mother was not meant for motherhood. Her mother wasn't, her mother's mother wasn't, and so on. It may be a DNA thing. Coincidentally, Junior is obsessed with the thought of having children, and Brenda is still on the it remains to be seen tip. Maybe it is a female DNA issue in my family. To my knowledge, no woman in my family has ever had an honest and open relationship with herself prior to getting married and having children. I'm the first. Even being a girlfriend does not come easily to me. Some women are all about babying their men, not me. I'm definitely trained to learn a balance because of how much I love the X factor. Good thing about him, he really is self-sufficient and hardly complains, so he doesn't need much attention. I've learned to dote on him, especially when he's not feeling well, but back to the issue at hand. In my 20 years of dating, I have always been my first priority. Told you I could have been married three times, but I would have been divorced three times too. I know myself just that well. Only a man I truly love could make me want to learn how to be a wife and mother. When I've dated other guys and marriage and family came up, I negotiated like I do a business deal. One child and a decent engagement ring is the typical package I offer. Oh, but with the X Factor, those rules don't apply. Sky's the limit. But it doesn't mean I'm all happy-go-lucky to be a wife and mom. Babies scare me. Like I have to breastfeed every day and make them the center of my universe? The fuck? I believe my mom and all the women in her family, if they had had an honest conversation with themselves and had been feminists, not one of them would have had kids. Back in the day, a woman's worth was based on her ability to reproduce. In the times I grew up in, I had options, so I fucking utilized them. I went to school, I built not one but two careers for myself, and I'm still growing them both. I'm only married to my careers because it's in me to do so. I truly believe I can do anything I put my mind to, but that doesn't mean things like motherhood and wifehood come easy to me. I see a baby and I smile, but no part of me wants to biologically have one. I believe children are a blessing, but for those who are destined to have them, God is still writing my story. 
I have no clue where he will take me. He's already given me a love deeper than I could ever expect, referring to myself and then the X factor. I want him to write my story, not me. So as the years go on, I wait for the ticking, but I hear silence. Grace tells me I have a clock, but I ignore it. Is that even possible? In my mind, I picture my biological clock rolling under a truck. The truck rolls over it and then reverses and rolls over it again. Jesus be offense. Then the pieces are all over I-95, scattered all over the US and even become international. That's how I view my clock. There may come a day when the X Factor will ask for children and his wish will be my command. However, not before I spend a year bringing home different pet each time he asks for children. I'll start with a puppy because he loves those. Then I will literally pull a rabbit out of a hat. Right after I get the monkey, just before I purchase the alligator. And then our first set of twins shall be born. <sighs> I was never meant to be a domestic goddess, but for some reason I feel like God has me on Comedy Central. Stay tuned. This is KGM on Throwback Thursday saying... Where is my biological clock? Have you seen it? And that was Miss Scarlett coming to you straight from Australia with 30-something with missing clock. Did it roll under a truck? Big ups to Scarlett and Australia. Now that we've established that my biological clock is somewhere on I-95 under a truck, let's get into 10 ignorant but true things about single professionals with no kids in their 30s. Now I have to address this because people somehow think that those of us in our 30s with a career and no kids, we have all the time to do whatever they need us to. But guess what? Even though we're not mommies and daddies, we have very demanding lives. Let me start off by saying I don't mean any harm with this blog. However, I think some folks need a wake-up call, and I'm happy to give it to them. A few weeks ago, I read a blog written by a mom expressing the things us singles or couples with no kids should expect out of her, like RSVPing and canceling many events because she has children. It's called Six Reasons My Husband and I Probably Won't Make Your Event and Why We Don't Want You to Take It Personal. Interesting fact about me is I was a 24-7 full-time caretaker of my siblings and cousins for six years. They ranged from newborns to teenagers. So while I'm not a parent, I got a sneak peek into this world in the most damaging way. But I did what I had to do for my family, and we are all better for it. In West Indian culture, your family is the one you came to this country with, not just the ones you create later on in life. Every member has a responsibility from birth. No such thing as babysitting. You have a full-time duty to your family from birth. I know that may be something difficult for most Americans to grasp, but I know for a fact some of you had to help raise your siblings because of special family circumstances. With that being said, let's get into these 10 ignorant things you need to know about us single working professionals in our 30s Sorry, but y'all know I'm not sorry. Number 10. Contrary to popular belief, I do not have loads of free time to socialize whenever I feel like. I'm not at the bars 24-7. On average, I work 50 to 70 hours a week, not counting my daily three hours commute. 
I'm married to my job sometimes by choice, but other times by the gun to my head call student loans. That's right, Sally Mae got me by the balls and she don't play. So stop assuming I just lounge around all the time and my time isn't just as precious as yours. Number nine, because I'm single and or married to Sally Mae, I only have one income coming in. So when you parents randomly cancel an event that you RSVP'd for, where I've already paid for your plate and your drinks, you've just financially fucked me with no lube. Now, I'm not talking to those parents whose children become suddenly ill and have emergencies. I'm talking to you assholes who always RSVP and cancel because you have kids. Well, you had them when I sent you the invite. Just tell me no the first time. I would appreciate that honesty and save tons of money. Number eight. Now to your kids. Some of you want to take them everywhere. My parents came to this country dirt poor, brought me with them, had two more kids, and took custody of at least five of my cousins during certain parts of their lives, and we didn't go every fucking where with them. If I ever got married, your kids are not invited. This is an extra cost for me. If you can find a babysitter for your spouse's work banquet, then you damn sure can for my wedding. Did you fall and bump your head and subsequently forget that weddings and other adult events are extremely expensive for the person throwing them? Did you forget that you were once one of us? Not to mention, I've been to too many weddings where a baby is crying through a couple's wedding vows and the rest of us cannot hear a fucking word. This is their big day, not church. They never get these moments back, and clearly you did not care or else you would excuse yourself as soon as the baby started crying. Number seven, contrary to popular belief, most of us do not get eight hours or more of sleep. On average, I get four to six. Plus, ever since I entered a demanding career, I developed insomnia. So I'm up when you're up most of the time. Now, we both made choices, so no need to complain about loss of sleep. Parenting is a choice most of the time, and so is having Sally Mae hold on to both my kidneys until I pay them. God bless the parents that have both the demanding career and kids. I don't know how y'all do it. Number six, please don't call me unless it's an emergency when your baby and or kids are screaming in the background. Hmm. <laughs> Now, if I call you and interrupt your day, this behavior is totally understandable. But if I didn't, please don't surprise that I request we hang up. And if you decide to continue the conversation, I shall hang up on you. Yeah, you heard me right. Number five, please understand that your bridal showers, baby showers, and wedding days are the most important to you. While we love you, these events are added expenses for people with only one income coming in. Let me repeat that. One income. That's one check. One direct deposit. You heard? So please don't throw three bridal showers and baby showers and expect your friends and family to bring a gift each time. Yeah, that's not going to happen. FYI, this happened in real life to one of my friends who was a bridesmaid in her friend's wedding. There were three bridal showers in which the bride expected a gift from my friend each time. Yeah, they're no longer friends. Number four, once you start to have multiple kids in different age groups, please don't expect gifts from me. If I can find one gift that all the kids can play with or use, I will get it. 
But once you have more than one child, Christmas gifts from single Auntie Kingston are off bets. I had a childhood friend who had three kids in three different age groups, and every Christmas would send around a Christmas registry wish list to all her friends. Yeah, you heard that right. I wasn't just pissed for poor single me struggling in school, but doubly offended for all my friends who received this registry, but also had their own kids to prepare for Christmas. Needless to say, I'm no longer friends with this mom, and for many reasons. This was just the icing on the cake. I mean, where do they do that at? I really thought it's supposed to be wedding and bridal registries. I've never heard of a Christmas wish list for all three of the kids you decided to have. But I digress. Number three, even though our lives are vastly different, I love you, which is why I still invite you to my events, even if I know there's a great chance you won't be able to make it. I love you. No matter what, we're in this friendship for life, but let's try to be respectful of one another. I know we can't talk every day, but let's not let our differences separate us. Number two, Auntie Kingston knows you're overwhelmed, so I will show up for you as much as I can. Please don't get self-centered though and forget to show up for me at least sometimes. If we've been true friends this long, that means I value you. I'm a person too, check in sometimes, even if it's just by text. I get your struggle, I really do. But I also look forward to hearing from you quality over quantity as we get older. And number one, if I ever cross over and decide to join your club, whether biologically or through adoption, you are welcome to treat me the way I described in this blog. I get that my children and my husband will be my universe, not yours. This is the original Kingston J.L. Michael saying, yeah, stop thinking that people in their 30s with no kids just have it great and they have no responsibilities and they have all the money in the world to celebrate you. Yeah, it's not that way. Now, before I let y'all go, I want to give y'all a little taste of some of my family background. And I'm about to reintroduce Grace to you. She's representing the Dirty Dirty, if you recall. And she's going to let you know just what stock Kingston J.L. Michaels is made of. With Luther can impregnate women from the grave. Grace, step into the ring. On any given day, a Kingston J.L. Michael blog can take you on a range of emotions. And with anything great, you can't pick just one. So here's another one of my favorite Kingston J.L. Michael blogs. This was written in September of 2015 and entitled Luther Can Impregnate Women from the Grave. It left me in stitches from laughing so hard and inspired. It was 1 a.m. and I was headed downstairs to use the bathroom. My parents' bedroom door was locked, but I could hear Luther Vandross's here and now blasting. I froze for a couple of seconds before entering the bathroom. My childhood was haunting me, and nightmares of knowing the exact moment my baby sister was created flooded my mind. My parents were doing it. As an adult in their home, after living on my own for over 10 years, there was nothing I could do about it. As I peed, all I could think is, mommy hasn't been fixed yet, and I just can't help raise more children. I crept back upstairs, wanting to text my sister Brenda or knock on my brother Junior's door and share the horror. After all, why should I be the only one racking up a large therapy bill? But I decided against it. We had all been through so much, and since my room was right above my parents, I took one for the team. Why were they always so loud when having sex? The next morning, I shared the horror with my siblings. 
<laughs> Big Sis loves to share joy. Yeah, they didn't find it funny. As I processed my parents' sex lives, a few things came to mind. One, vision of my mom's hands around my neck when she finds out I wrote this. Two, my parents have been married for almost 32 years and been together since they were teenagers, yet are still hot for each other. Their marriage isn't perfect, but it's good to know that you can still love one person and want to rip their clothes off, even with over three decades of trials and tribulations. Three, they are in their early to mid-50s and sex is still their middle name. This is a good indicator that I will age with a high sex drive. And four, if the boo and I ever get serious and go the distance, I can only hope we embarrass our kids the way my parents embarrass me. Like I want us to be at one of our children's basketball games with at least one of my legs on his and his hand is on my butt. Why? I want them to know that through trials and tribulations, their father and I are still choosing each other. Also, I want them to know that the great Luther Vandross, may he rest in peace, is a love doctor. He makes R. Kelly and Trey songs look like babies who don't know a thing about true passion. Luther is so powerful that he can still impregnate women from the grave with one song. What say you are in Trey? Amateurs. Luther is still express mailing the sperm to fertilize the egg. Never underestimate the here and now. The love won't let me wait and the power of love. Luther is a superstar. You have been born. Stay blessed and most importantly, stay inspired. KJM, blogging as I head into the city. And that was Grace representing the dirty, dirty. Big ups to Grace for performing Luther Can Impregnate Women from the Grave. This is the original Kingston J.L. Michaels. Stay tuned, because we're about to switch it up a little bit on you. You know we always have something planned. 